All right, you sounded the same the whole time. Do I sound better now? Is it the you same? sound the same. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Is it like... I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's good. It's it's fine. It's how you usually sound. Good, good. So, <laughs> so call recorder told me today that it needed to be updated. That, that's oh, new. that's it, nice. Yeah, it was new. It was new. So huh. I, I I I opened up Skype and then call recorder said, "Hey, it, it's me. Um, update me." And then that changed all of my audio, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cause I cause I had I had set my audio to the correct spots and uh and then then it was on the incorrect spots. <laughs> You're good at setting the audio. You're not good <laughs> at keeping the audio. That's that is that should be <laughs> Skype's tagline. <laughs> Skype, connecting you to friends so you can record podcasts. But the settings will change every time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so I was letting the chickens out, Don. Uh. <laughs> well, I, 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 la- I, la- I had to laugh because I, I you know, I'm, I'm listening to, uh, listening to a podcast, and, um, uh, and then so Siri comes on and she reads your text to me, and uh, you, you say letting the chickens out, and my, my immediate thought is. I wonder what that means. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> and then your next, as soon as I think that thought, I don't even have time to write it. Then your next, your next message is that's not a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, we got these three chickens that live in our front yard, and I let them out of their chicken run every morning so they can free range all over our our, our front yard and um all the way up to our landing where they drop their chicken poop. Uh, and and I think. I think I, I know I told you on some on some some fora either during a Zoom meeting or on the recording of this podcast or on the recording of another podcast. But um, as of the day that they were um, uh, evaluated, uh, their poop was evaluated. Uh, no, no salmonella. So so we're what we we were then salmonella free detected, not non undetected. So who, nice. knows, who knows where they are today? <laughs> well, you know what they say about COVID tests. Uh, you're only you're only as COVID free as your last test. Uh, you, you you can't take a test, and that doesn't mean you're always going to not have COVID. Can you can you test your way to COVID safety? Is that well? Uh, I think it helps. It's, it helps. There's evidence that it helps. Uh, you can't you can't get to herd immunity. <laughs> oh, we're not there yet. We can't get to the herd immunity. Oh man. Um. So so we um you and I record a podcast during IAFP every year and it, we it, do. And we're doing it again this year. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> we, and, and without being, without it really being planned, but, um, we, uh, it, usually it, it actually lies on this day. Like, like if, if, oh, if right. yeah, yeah, it does on the Wednesday. Yeah. It usually happens on the Wednesday. We I, often, we have, um, the night before had a, a, a karaoke event, uh, and then, and then we come and talk about all the things that we've seen at, at IAFB. Um, and, and nobody, so a couple of people reached out on the, on the Twitter sphere and uh, on that website and said, could you guys do like a live zoom, um, recording of the podcast? And that's, that sounded like a really good idea, but we're, we didn't, we're not doing that. Um, so, so no one's here to, to ask us live questions. Um, but. No, and and actually, but th- this this is actually getting to be with with the every with the pandemic and with universities going virtual and like you you have now a pretty um, um, heavy duty Zoom license. I have a pretty du- duty 
pretty heavy duty Zoom license through our respective universities. We could have done this if we had been just a tiny bit more organized. Right. So I want to apologize to all of our fans who who would have loved to have come to a live Zoom um, uh, recording of this podcast. We, I mean, we still might be able to do we it. Still do it. It's still just, do it. Yeah, it's just not going to be today. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, it yeah. would be. Would be pretty hard for it to be today. <laughs> um, so, so the other the other thing. Um, so we we did, and this is a little little inside baseball. Um, but there there are a bunch of IAFP friends who we uh, we always get together and have a nice meal and sort of you know catch up, and it's 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 our annual event. So we 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 did actually do that via Zoom last night, and the, like I'm making this as authentic as uh, as I can have it to do kind of what it would be like when I would record um, uh, uh, our podcast at IFP because uh, during our, our online party last night, um, I drank a couple of uh, a couple of beers that were like very high alcohol. And then then I also um, went and drank a couple more beers while I watched a baseball game afterwards. So I'm not, like I may have I, I, I woke up this morning, Don, in in my full IAF post IAFP um, reception glory is that that's what I'm saying. My I'm I'm a, I'm a t- like I wouldn't say I'm I'm not I'm not hungover, but I I certainly realized this morning that I had had consumed alcohol last night. So huh. so this is kind of what it would be like if we were doing oh. this at IAFP. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that that's the that that's the whole roundabout way of saying I'm trying to make this as authentic as possible. I have a, uh, I think my gravelly voice, Don, this is, this is, um, cause we've talked now about this in like four or five, uh, podcasts. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a recurring story arc. Feature. It is. Yeah. It's a, my, my voice is a character, uh, in, in this season <laughs> of, of food safety talk. Is it, is it possible? And, and I want to, I want to note that you and I are, are not these types of doctors, but do you think it's possible that I'm just talking too much? Like, am I overusing yeah. my voice? Because yeah, I'm I, on I, these Zoom things all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it might, it might well be. Um, I, I've noticed, I mean, I have like uh, seasonal allergies and, and, uh, or, or, or constant allergies. And so usually wake up with a, with a stuffy nose. And a, and a, and a, like a froggy throat and it gets better through the day, but yeah. And there probably are days when it is better or, or worse, depending upon how much talking I'm doing. And yeah. And, and like you, I mean, yes. So this is the IAFP annual meeting, um, time. And I had two roundtables yesterday. So I, that, and again, in, in a roundtable, you're not talking continuously, but you are talking a lot. And then I had, um, meetings with a couple of graduate students, right. Uh, zoom, zoom meetings with, or, or FaceTime meetings with graduate students. And so, and then we had our social social event last night. And so, yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot of times. I don't, that's, that's a lot of talking. Right. And then, and then also these days, a lot of my original writing is also dictating. Right. right. And so a lot of what I do is, is talk now occasionally. I mean, I, I was working on some stuff yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Um, or you know, maybe it was, maybe it was the day before, um, yeah, maybe the day before, but, but editing stuff and that, that is, you know, that's easier just to do on a keyboard. So maybe less talking on that day, but yeah, for, for sure. I think, uh, I think, I, yeah, I wonder if there was a way to check with the pandemic, like how much, how much am I talking, you know, versus what I what I've didn't talked in the in the past. You know, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. It's a good question. Yeah, well, and that's that's kind of what I feel like. I don't, I I don't think of myself as not talking. Like like if I if I was in my office for more time, I feel like people would would be talking to me. Um, 
and it, it, but but I I also it's so weird. Like I I I think that I am talking more. Right. Like, I, I don't know what my baseline is, but, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm right. Cer- well, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, we, we need a, we, we need a, if, if there only there were a way to, to kind of capture that. And I, yeah. but I don't think that there is. I don't think so either. But I, I think like, I, I, I certainly am having more, like, I mean, your, your, our calendars are atrocious, right? Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm certainly, I have more scheduled time of talking. Uh, uh, and, and I, this is, this is also like part of I, the, you know, the IAFP experience. Um, I, you know, I would normally would go give one or two, you know, symposium talks or sit on a round table. And I did that, but I record, I pre-recorded them, but I also have just pre-recorded a bunch of voiceovers for a course. And like every, you know, if I, if I look at my, my, my calendar, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm just like doing a lot of talking to people. Like a lot. Yeah. 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 And it's, and it's making you, we, we had a conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago. It is making it, it, my, my writing is, is suffering because of that, because I have like, I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm doing so much talking and I think it's impacting my voice. So, Mm. um, so anyway, that's, that's my best guess because I don't like, I, I, I have this like gravelly voice all the time. I I hope I don't have to like, like go get checked out for like uh, something on my vocal cords or. Yeah, well, I mean, if if it stays the same, you're you're probably all right. But it might not be might not be a bad idea to talk to an actual medical doctor about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that I'm talking out loud about it to you again, <laughs> maybe I need, maybe I should go do that anyway. Um, so yeah, so we got so we got that going on. Um, I uh, I I finished. Um, I'm, we're halfway through Ted Lasso, which uh, on your recommendation mm. uh, is is ex- so good, excellent, yeah, so good. It's very it's it, it's 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 very heartening. Or or something like there's it's a it's a very it's a it's just a it's just very very sweet and heartwarming yeah show and 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 it's but it's not that it it manages to do that without being like cloying or saccharine right it's just sweet and it's but it does it, it yeah it just does it in a way that is so it that is authentic I guess yes that, I I think you I think you described that correctly like it it doesn't. It's not hokey at all. It doesn't overreach, yeah. um, and it and it could be really hokey, right? Like, like if you well, think of the it, yeah. I I would I would go I would nuance that I would nuance that. No, we're not going to use nuance in that way. I would make it more nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> After I yelled it, but I yell at you. I yelled me. at you. You, you, yeah. you, you, <laughs> you yell at me for for uh, well. Here's today's ask. Yeah. You do that. I do. You yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, that it, it, it is, it is appropriately hokey, yes, right? Yes. It, it is the, it is exactly the right amount of hokey, right? <laughs> um, and it gets, it gets just exactly how hokey it is. So anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been lovely. Um, we, uh, we also watch, I can't remember if I told you this, but we've been watching, uh, Ratchet, Nurse, Nurse Ratchet from, we did talk about yes. that. Yes. And so that we have finished that now and it, and it is, it, it is still, it is still creepy. Um, but it, it ended really great. So I, I encourage you to, to, to watch that without Kristen. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, but we oh, did, I found, I found another show that I can watch without, uh, without, uh, Kristen as well. Oh, um, do tell, uh, it's called the boys Oh, on, on the, on, on the Amazon prime. I only know cause it gets advertised all the time. Yeah. Well, and, and Merlin was talking about it because it's entirely inappropriate, um, to watch with his, uh, teenage daughter and they're watching it and they're enjoying it very much. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very, it's kind of like uh, 
uh, Watchmen meets what? Um, oh, I had this. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but it's it's just it's too it's too dark for her. It's it's oh, Watchmen meets Mystery Men. Did you ever see that movie, Mystery Men? Yeah, I did. I did. And yeah. Watchmen. So that yes. yeah. So yes. so it it is a it is a world of dark of superheroes, but they're they're not quite as they're not quite as 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 uh, all American boy as they seem, right? Um, which is a little bit of a spoiler for the first episode, which is all we've watched. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to watch that anymore." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's it's but, like what we what we are watching, which is which is again speaking of kind of being silly and goofy and fun and also superhero-y, is the Tick. Oh yeah, I, so I mean, we've been we've been watching that, which is very it's 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 silly, but but it's it's light, so we can we can we can we can we can manage that. So. We we did not watch that show um, when it when it came out, but I remember it like being it's all, that's also on Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, maybe I'll watch that. Um, we uh, all right. So the other thing that I wanted to share with you that we watched, which which I would encourage you to see for the um, I, I guess the like public discussion around it is is the new Borat movie. Um, mm. It is seen it. Okay. Yeah, seen yeah. it. Watched it. Watched by my because my wife was there's no way she was no. gonna watch that. No. And I watched it. I watched it the day it came out <laughs> um on my iPad um while she was watching some nature show or some something <laughs> that I did, plane crash yeah. plane crash show. What's the big might I don't think it was sports, but anyway, so I I uh, two two giant thumbs up for the new the new Borat movie. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah. yes. Very well. And and I guess similar to Ted Lasso, I I've, um, I um I think that it could have been like Borat, you know, rehashing Borat could have been bad, right? Like it it could have been not a very good movie, and and it was there there was you know very I, I would say very little hype because it was it kind of just you know came out a, a I, I became aware of it a, a week before it came out, and then all of a sudden I was like oh I'm gonna watch this, and I I, I really liked it, um and and I really I like. Sasha Baron Cohen's um, uh, approach. I think it's his Showtime show was called. I think it's This Is America. Did you watch that? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We we talked about it we on, this, on this show. I think. Yes. And, and yeah, absolutely, absolutely loved it. And and I think I think Kristen watched that, but it was kind of it was kind of right at the limit of what she would tolerate. So yeah, Who Is America? Um, Who Is America? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, and I I have I have just a huge amount of respect for Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, and in, and in fact, I would say, um, uh, we should um we should link to we're going to link to all of this, but um, uh, we'll we'll link to his uh speech his his straight up speech as himself at the uh, ADL uh, twenty nineteen um. Uh, uh, leadership award. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So re- this is remarks by Sasha Baron Cohen, recipient of the ADL international leadership award. And it's, um, it's, it's so, it's so good. Like he really, I mean, he's a comedian, uh, but he, he is really serious about, about f- fighting, fighting racism, hate and bigotry. And, uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's so like, he, I mean, I, his, his comedy is, is part of that approach, right? Like he talks a lot uh, about that in, in that speech. Yeah. It's a really, there's a, um, it's an excellent, um, excellent speech that it came up again. Someone shared it last week and, uh, or maybe over the weekend, as, like as a, um, tip of the hat to, to Borat this, this weekend. And, and I, I re reviewed the, the, um, that speech and it's really good. Um, 
So yeah, so that that's that's like my that's what's going on in the world of, of viewing, uh, you know, here. Um, and, and, and we're just like, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have any like, like life updates anymore. Like <laughs> this is the thing, <laughs> you know, um, what, what's happening is all, all the same thing that's, that's happening. And, and it's, I, I, you know, I, we did talk about this a, a couple episodes ago, but I feel like, uh, we, we have fallen, fallen into a COVID, comfort zone of mm-hmm. this is how we operate now right like mm-hmm. and 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 it's um we're, we're about to get that thrown a little bit crazy because um both of my kids and I, it's in in three weeks uh four weeks i guess both of them are going to go back to school in person um and Ooh. yeah for but it's so it, it changes i mean it's clearly going to change our schedule it's going to change our risk profile um mm. And they, they're going it, to, it's, it's a little bit of a, um, like, you know, neither of them take, they're going to take the bus. They'll, we'll, we'll drop them off and pick them up and, and they go in, uh, a reduced capacity classroom. Um, and yeah, so, so it's, it's going to get, uh, it, it's going to get weird around here, uh, you know, or weirder, but we, but I feel like we, we have, we literally have just hit the, all right, everything is, everything's going along swimmingly. So um, yeah. So right after Thanksgiving, uh, my, my kids and they, they're like one week on three weeks off or something. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's some level of in-person instruction. Yeah. The next, so this, as the, as we record this, this is uh, Wednesday, October 28th. The next, the next month is going to be kind of interesting. Cause Ben, I don't, I know you don't follow politics, um, oh. but we're, we're, uh, we're, we're going to have a, what we call a American election day <laughs> coming up. You probably had Canadian election day last month. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we did. When, when you had Canadian Halloween too. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it, just like, just like everything, American election day is just, it's just bigger. It's, it's, <laughs> it's bigger and it's, and there's a lot more uh, flair associated with American election day, including, um, the rest of our lives. Uh, and so, yeah, so, so yeah. we have, we have that, um, we have a rising, uh, COVID-19 caseload. Um, we have a, probably a bump in cases from people getting together for the holidays for the thanks the American Thanksgiving holiday. Right. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. And so it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. And, and we're, I haven't discussed this, but I don't think we're going anywhere for, for the holidays, um, for the Thanksgiving holidays for sure. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. And then, and then also in, in the mix of all of that, again, personal, personal updates, um, uh, uh <clears throat> tomorrow or maybe Friday, um, we're going to have uh, a, a termite um, uh, spray at our house. And then at some point in a little while here, uh, somebody's going to come and dig a big oil tank out of our backyard and and, and probably not take away our dogwood tree, but take down our dogwood tree. Um, yeah. And so there's that going on. And then at some point, um, probably before the end of the year, um, we're going to move. So yeah, a lot, oof, a lot of, a lot of moving parts. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going, a lot going on. Um, and oh, and I had a pay, I had a paper accepted yesterday, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> well, that's, that's exciting news. Um, well, and yeah, it's a, and we're like, like you said, there's, there's a lot going on nationally and internationally. And then it's, it's always kind of a, a weird time. And you, you've always lived here, uh, correct. Um, like you're in the U S right. Like this is your, this, this is your, <laughs> <laughs> wait, let, 
Let me check. Let me check. Hold on. Let me check. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Just wait, go wait, back. Wait, go right, back. Hold, yep. Holy. Wait, wait. Checking. Checking my. Checking my papers here. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Ben, you, you are. You are correct. I have. I have always lived here. Um. Since. Uh. Since. Uh, 1961. Since you were uh, born. When, <laughs> when I was born. So. So this is. So. So let me tell you the experience of of moving here, um, and not living here my whole life. No, like. November Thanksgiving, right? And and we we've talked a little bit about this in the past. Like Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it it like changes all of December, right? Like what happens after Thanksgiving before that that Christmas holiday break um is is like no one w- wants to put a meeting there. There's nothing going on. Where in Canada, there's no like delineation of okay, you know, we got this big holiday that happens at the end of November, and then really no one goes back to norm. And so, so that that's also oh, so so yeah. be, because of the the strategic placement of Canadian Thanksgiving in October, that opens up the that whole December window. Yeah, yeah, oh, like wow. like people wow. do stuff up until like the, it would be nothing, and it it's so it's it's taken some time to get used to, and it's not huh. it's, it's not jarring. Um, but, but it is like, and, and I think, and the other part that's, that makes, that makes this all confusing is I now, I also now live in a place where weather doesn't really give me a lot of cues about what's happening, like in the calendar. Right. So, so it's, it's like warm here and, 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 and sometimes it's not, but, but it, you know, it's certainly warmer than it is in, um, where I grew up in, in Ontario and, um, and so, yeah, there's, it's it, that, that like it, it happens almost all the time in anything that I'm doing where someone says, oh, hey, we, we should do another meeting or we need to do this thing or can we do it, you know, can we do it now? And we talk about like Thanksgiving, like, well, you know, it's, it, once we get to that, that week of Thanksgiving, it's really now too close to the holidays. So we better do that in January. And, you know, like trying to organize a, a meeting or a, or a conference or any, anything. And it's, and you, you probably always experience that. So it's not a conscious thing, right? Like, like the, the, like, because that's the way it is, but coming here that has, it's changed. Like I just, you know, it would, it would never be, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a different kind of feel, but the thing that's, di- that also is different because there's no you know, end of November holiday in Canada, the, that Christmas break is very like everyone. Right. So mm. it, it, for two weeks too, right. Like it mm. would be the usually, and it depends when Christmas lies and falls or, or whatever. But if right. you're looking at my, yeah, calendar, well there's, there's, there's definitely a week between Christmas and new year's. And what you're saying is you add, <clears throat> you add a week onto that in, in some fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And this year it would be like the 18th of December you know, would be the last day of school and then kids mm. would go back to school on the 4th of, of January. So, so you've got that mm. full week before, um, and that week in between. And, and so that which is also a great John Roderick song, by the way. Right, right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the week, week it between. is week, the week in between. Um, so, so that's also like that, that also doesn't happen to the same extent here. Right. So I, I kind of straddle both worlds where I'm not giving up those two weeks. Right. Like I like that, like shut things down. But but people do go to work, um, you know the the twenty first and twenty second of of December. Um, but but not a lot of things are planned because you don't know what you, know, you like what everyone else's schedule is, right? Like that's, right, right. You can't yeah. count on somebody to be available for a meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And it and it, but it's it's funny to me that it kind of put it. It's kind of like takes over all of December now. Like like, <laughs> but it, that that's that's my perspective on it. Like no one, no you know, I I no one's organizing something big. I mean, no one's getting together and doing anything big now anyway. But we would never have like a a major holiday or not holiday uh, conference. Um, the 14th to the 16th of December because it's, well, it's too close to the holidays. Talk. Well, and it's it's funny you should mention that, right? Because the conference that I go to that is always in December, it, but it, and it's usually the first week, is Society for Risk Analysis. And of course, uh, this year, not surprisingly, I didn't know this because I've kind of just tuned out um, conferences, but they are they are having a virtual conference and the dates of the conference, I'm just looking at it right now, December 13 through 17, right? Oh, yeah, um, weird. So but- which really is interesting and now i've got to decide if i'm if i'm going to go to any of it <laughs> yeah okay so let, let's talk about the international aspect of some of, mm-hmm. of this is the society for risk analysis would you say it's a internationally driven conference not and and, uh, and well we're, we're gonna this this is gonna segue into iafp in a minute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but like are there or is it a u.s driven conference i i would say it is international ish okay, okay. It is, it is always, it is always in the United States, although they have a European, they have, they have international meetings, but it is typically rather well attended from, from folks uh, who are outside the U S but I would say it's kind of, it's kind of like IAFP in that it is international in, 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 well, IAFP is international in name uh, and, and a certain extent in attendance. Um, So, but yeah, it's not, it's not solely U S but I would, yeah, it's probably, it's U S centric. Or okay. international ish, depending on which way you want to. Well, that blows it. that blows my theory out of the out of the water because I was going to say, okay. oh, well, that could have been like because there's more international focus and that that December calendar opens up more elsewhere. But but it's yeah, that's no, I, I I think it's because it is historically there are academics who are involved, but it is. It is, you know, SRA is interesting because every third year it is somewhere in the Washington D.C. area, and so I would say it's not, it's not, it's it, it and it, it has a history in terms of chemical risk assessment. It has a, a focus, like sort of an EPA-ish focus, um, and so it has a U.S. regulatory angle to it. Mm. Um, and but it's but it's not it's not by and for regulators, although regulators are involved, but it's sort of like consultants. Like there's a lot of sort of, uh, you know, beltway bandit type, uh, consultants that, that go to the meeting. And so it's, it's a, it's a very, it's, have you ever been? No. And, and so the, like, okay. It's so, an, it's an odd meeting. It's a small, odd meeting, but it's, it's not like anything else really. It's, it's, it's worth going to. I mean, and again, and you know, there's, there's risk assessment stuff. Uh, there's risk communication stuff. There's risk management stuff, but it's, but it's, a, it's not, and there's some food stuff, but it's not, it's not food focused, right? It's risk focused. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, so no, but my, my friend, um, Andy Binder, um, who's, mm, he, yes. he goes, he goes to, to SRA. Um, I, I, I think like, you know, maybe not every year, but he, he goes quite a, quite a bit. Um, and it, so I'm reading for the, the, it is the society for risk analysis from the w- Wikipedia page. The mm. society for risk analysis is a learned society, uh, providing an open forum for anyone interested in risk analysis. I, I just like, like, would you ever describe IAFP as a learned society? As opposed to an unlearned society, I guess. I mean, what's 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 the what's the reason for the 
I, What's the reason for the word? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And and it, and there, if you, you like mouse over the Learned Society uh, link in Wikipedia, it gives a, a <laughs> it brings. Have you, are you doing this right now? Because it's hilarious. It's I'm like going to. I'm going to. Yeah, it's just a picture of a bunch of white guys from the. Like it looks like Victorian times sitting around. It's probably like a bunch of scientists who I don't recognize, but it says a learned society is an organization that exists to promote an academic discipline, profession, or a group of related disciplines, such as the arts and science. Membership may be open to oh, all. I, I, then I, yeah. I, I guess I guess by by that definition, IAFP is a is learned it, society. I would never describe it as a learned society. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so okay. So here's my segue into into <laughs> IAFP from this. So as this as as IAFP is also virtual, it's going going on. There are, I mean, there there are bumps related to an online platform, which I do want to talk about. Um, but one, I you know, as we were we were talking last night in in our. Um, in our small, small group of, of dinner sharing people, um, I, I experienced something where someone reached out to me who used to work in Doug Powell's lab as a, um, as a, like a, 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 an internship, like a a co-op position. Um, and, uh, she, we, we have not like interacted at all for what we now calculated, like, uh, you know, uh, 19 years. But she works for, and I won't out her, but she works for the um, uh, uh, Canadian Food Inspection Agency and said, hey, I saw that your name was on a talk. I watched the talk. It was great. It was so cool to, to catch up, like to see you and, you know, tell me more about what you're doing. Um, and so we, we were exchanging messages in the IAFP platform for, you know, forum. Uh, and, and I was Oof. like, hey, do you usually go to IAFP? Because I would have expected that you know, we would have crossed paths. And she goes, no, this year, like, because it was virtual and there was no travel involved, I was able to use my, my professional development dollars to go to this great international conference. And, and usually we, we don't have a budget for that, uh, for, for what, you know, for what she does. And so similar to the society for risk analysis, like I might just, even though this isn't a normal year, I might just sign up and register to go to the virtual online thing because a I can, and it's right, and there's no like, there's there's not a lot of investment. It's not like I have to go to you know get on a plane and go to Philadelphia or where wherever it is, uh, and and take three days, and it might suck and it might not suck. Here I can continue to sit in my home and and maybe it it gives me something that I wouldn't have gotten before, but also might get me there in the future if if it's if I connect with it. So I'm a, like I just put it on my calendar. I'm gonna go ahead and. And like register and and do this, but that's it's like I never and and I, I'm I don't know I'm totally sometimes I'm totally oblivious to this and probably a million other people have thought about this as it relates to virtual and online conferences, but but the you know it it certainly is not the same experience for people who have gone to IAFP for you know twenty plus years right like it's it's not the same, but maybe it's a different accessible experience to another 200 people or a thousand people or whatever it is who would have never have gone. And now they can get exposed to our learned society. Uh, yeah. And, and I, and I actually, so I have, I have some, some comments as well, um, which, which fit very nicely with what you're, what you're saying. And so I did yesterday, I did uh, two round tables. Now, again, for those of who are listening, who don't, um, uh, let, let's explain a little bit about how the conference was organized. So the conference has technical 
talks, which are 15 minutes. There are technical posters. Um, and then there are um, symposia, uh, which are you know longer talks, half-hour talks. And then there are roundtables. And one of the things that we've seen in the conference, and which I, I championed when I was on the board, um, was this idea of roundtables, right? Like, let's get away from the talking heads and the slides, and let's let's talk. Let's have a conversation where we can debate and argue and and, and exchange ideas in a very sort of free flowing and semi public way. And they have been great, right? Uh, this year at the annual IAFP annual meeting, um, all the posters are uploaded, and you can uh, you can have a short uh, introdu- you know, videotaped introduction to your poster if you want but not required. Technical talks are pre-recorded. Symposium talks are pre-recorded and we can come, we can come back and talk about that. But roundtables, of course, because it's mostly not people showing slides, although apparently there was one where there were a lot of slides shown. Many, um, many it's, slides. It's, it's, it's interaction, it's interaction between the panelists. Um, but one of the most amazing thing that, that happened is in the chat during the roundtable, there is a, a parallel discussion going on amongst like other learned folks in the learned society <laughs> commenting on the round table and then, and then commenting back and forth. And it was, it was weird and cool and fascinating to watch this happen, which, which would never happen. Like it would, it would sort of happen at a round table because people would come to the mic and speak. Right. But because that wasn't possible, it was you could only you know basically communicate by by text, and so we had sort of one channel for the Q and A uh, questions, and then another channel which was just chatting. That you would never have that, right? Or you would have that in the hallway after the session, and so it was it was fascinating to be part of the roundtable and at the same time look at what that right. So that was really cool, and that would never happen at the at the virtual meeting. Um, the other and I got two two more points here. The other point is whoop you're sounding like a submarine man i i'm not i'm not talking can you hear me now S- send send one ping Uh-oh. um yes yeah i can hear you now weird no that was i i yeah. wasn't saying anything i was just here so um wow okay. well i was uh, I was sean connery was sending me one ping um <laughs> actually he sent me a couple of pings um but yeah that was it that was it weird um so yeah. So, so the other, other thing is, uh, and, and this is, we, if we ever do this virtually again, we need to address this. I got a, a, a comment from my, my colleague, uh, Marcy, um, uh, um, um, uh, Marcy Marciani, Marcy, Mar- um, oh God, um, uh, Marcy, my friend, Marcy from Brazil, Mar- Marcy Marciani. <laughs> my very friend, whose name I never forget, <laughs> um, uh, uh, couldn't go because her university does not allow attend does not allow money to be spent on attending virtual conferences. Right? Oh my and gosh! So, oh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Right? So, like that, that's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So she, if it would have been in person and and not a pandemic, she would have absolutely had the resources to go. And so one thing we need to do if we ever do this again virtually, we need to basically set up scholarships, right? Virtual scholarships to attend the virtual meeting. But then. The third thing that happened was last night, uh, the student PDG, and you, you're familiar with the, the student PDG. There's there's rules now <laughs> about drink yes, tickets yes. because of your time on the student PDG, which I'm sure we talked about before on the uh, show. Yes. Um, the student student PDG organized um, uh, Ask a Food Scientist sessions because, again, a big part of the meeting is networking, student networking with professionals, right? And that's not happening. So they they took it upon themselves to have a session. And 
I was sitting there talking with half a dozen students, many of whom had never been to IAFP, might not have actually been at this year's IAFP because it's a pretty heavy, you know, financial lift for somebody to go. Um, and you know what else was going on, Ben? Is it was quiet. There was no interruptions by other people. Um, I could still have a glass of wine. I didn't see any of them drinking, but I could still, because it was late in the day, I could have a glass of wine. And I actually had a conversation with them. Mo I was mostly me talking, you know, about my life and, and how I got to where I was. But but it was a really nice interaction that was that was. I think a higher quality interaction that would have happened at a mixer or a cocktail hour or in the hallway between sessions. Right. And so that's another clear like plus for doing this virtual conference. Yeah, that's so. And, and I want to, I want to highlight a couple of things here. Um, I, I also, uh, have been asked to be part of the, these awesome, like what I think is an awesome session. And, uh, from the student PDG sort of flipping, flipping this, right? Like uh, there are, you know, really creative student food safety professionals that, that are, or what, you know, whatever. I don't know if that's a, a, a if that's the right, the right term, but stu students who, who will become food safety professionals um, who are really trying to think about how do we, how do we utilize, you know, this, this current situation to do something a little bit different. And so the, 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 the thing that they are calling it, which I, I want to highlight, cause I had to go back into my email to look at it is actually meet your favorite food scientist. So, Oh, right. Sis, thank you. No, but it's, it's good because obviously you are, you have made the list of someone's favorite food scientist. Um, and, <laughs> And so, and so have I, and I do want to point out that I'm, I, I'm unlikely to be anyone's favorite. Also, I'm not actually a food scientist. Um, <laughs> well, it's close enough. It's close enough. Yeah. No, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll be doing one of these sessions. I think it's in, in November sometime. Um, and, and so, so they've also extended the, the, the timing out, right? Like, because we're right. not, um, uh, we're not restricted to the, to the calendar of everything's got to be packed into these three days. Let's do this. And I think I'm, I'm doing it November 11th or something. Um, and so that's, it, it's, yeah, that, that I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's cool. It is, I, I had like, um, of, of a, uh, a, a view of melancholy maybe is that the mm -hmm. right, right. Like I, I just, I had this like bittersweet emotional feeling on Monday as I was like sitting in my office, um, like listening to to music and and trying to do some work on my on my iPad, and I was like, you know, I I really miss the food safety vacation aspect of IAFP. Like it, it is a a time in my calendar that I, I I I can tell everyone else in my in my life like family and things that are happening at NC state, like I'm, I'm not going to do it for those, you know, really four days because I'm going to be at this, this food safety thing. And I'm, and I'm going to concentrate on that. And sometimes concentrating on that is having lunch with Larry Goodrich, right? Like, like just, mm -hmm. it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a, I'm, I'm going to be productively, you know, writing a manuscript, but I miss that break in my calendar. And I've tried to, I actually, made a, a point uh, of after being kind of cynical about a virtual meeting and I was like, you know, I can't get too excited about it. I hit a point on Monday where I'm like, I need, I just need that, that like virtual break in my, in my schedule. Like I, I I've blocked out the time. I'm going to go and sit on these round tables and listen. And I'm going to go to the opening session and I'm going to go, 
um, look at some of the um, technical talks and and I'm, I I it is it, it's here because I I like I need that in my um, reflection and recharging of of what I do <laughs> and 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 so I that's the part that I really miss the most right like it's not just let's put stuff together to be productive because we need more things on our CVs it it really it, it really marks a time annually for me to step back from everything else and, and, and spend time with the people that I, I really do like love the most about not, not more than my family, <laughs> but, but like just my, my true and, and dear friends who, who I've known for, for so many years and, and for us to talk about like life and, and professional things. And that, like that part is, I, I I'm, I'm trying to, um, recapture it like, like a little bit. And, and it's, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a good way to articulate it, but that like it, it, it became important to me on Monday to be like, no, this is what I do there every year. And now I need to manufacture that somehow. Right. Like, I, so, so that's what I'm, what I'm trying to do this week. No, that's, that's interesting. That's a very, that's a very, um, mature perspective. Uh, my perspective was, well, <clears throat> Monday, my day is clear, so I really need to get these papers written. <laughs> right, right, but but so I I also had that had like, and I would do some of that at IAFP, right? Like anyway, I'm, right, right, exactly. like I would sit and and so, but but the other stuff, I don't know, like I I I w- I did not. If someone wanted to talk to me about like a specialized process plan for a retail, you know, establishment and trying to like, I, I, I didn't, I'm not going to do that this week. Like I, I, that can be done next week. Um, this week I'm, I'm all of that free time that is in my calendar is going to, is, you know, is dedicated to, to trying to, to think about food safety in a way that I, um, that I do when I'm in person at this conference. Like, so, so it's it, like, it's a balance, right? Like of, of those two, of th- those two things. Cause I, I clearly would be doing food safety emails, but I'm trying not to give away my, my blocks of time, um, Interesting. Uh, to talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, and, and, it, and it's I, like, and, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be brutally honest and it's not going well. Like I'm not getting the same feeling, right? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do this because I, I feel like I need that, but it's not like. I don't know. It's, it's like, I, 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 every, every IAFP, if I'm not on a session, um, or talking or doing something and, and Renee Boyer is also not talking or or doing something. We, we have like breakfast together at some like, you know, hotel buffet, um, at like 10 o'clock every, every, like Mm -hmm. every morning. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you get up and you do your thing and then we, then we, bail out of the conference and we just like go have, you know, eggs and bacon and, and, and hang out and talk. And so that, that piece, that like connection, I'm not, I don't get that this time. Right. Like, like Renee and I, right. we're not having breakfast. Um, right. But you did have dinner last night. We did have dinner last night, but it's still, it's, I don't know. It's, it's still just not, not the, not the same. No, it's not the same. And, and I mean, it was really fun to do the, the zoom dinner with everybody last night, but it's really, <clears throat> it's, it's awkward still. Right. Yeah. Because at, at a, at a, at a dinner table, you know, in fact, it would be, we, it would, this is a feature that zoom should implement. Like you can, you can have breakouts, right. Sessions, but what, what zoom should do is it should be, you should be able to set it on a 15 minute timer. And then every 15 minutes, you, it, everybody gets scrambled, right? Yes. Because the, the problem is there's like 12 of us but only one person can really talk at a time, which is not true if you're sitting around a table with 12 people, right? Because you're mostly talking to the people 
at your end of the table. And maybe you're having a cross conversation with somebody who's one seat over, right? But, but it's, it's a different experience and, and you can, and it, and it's, and again, it's the, the conversation is more free flowing. People can talk over each other. Whereas on a zoom call, it's a little, it's a, and again, part of it's we're, we're figuring out how to do the technology. Right. But it, but it definitely, it was nice, but it's, but it's absolutely not a substitute. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and it was exactly. And it, it's not, like, I, yeah, there's there's no, yeah, there's not a negative to it. I mean, other than we're not together, but like I wanted to do that, but it, you're, you're exactly right. It's not this, it's not the same. And then, you know, I, if, I, I don't, uh, I'm probably not the best at, at Zoom conversations like that because I really just want to like get a lot of like one line zingers in and talk over people, um, which, which I'm sure is terribly distracting. You should do a podcast. Right. <laughs> With nine people. Uh, <laughs> what you're describing is a podcast, not a, not a Zoom dinner. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's all I know how to do now. Um, but but it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's just, I don't know. I'm sure it's distracting. And um, and, and it is like you, you want to listen to people, but um, and then you, you kind of want to make sure that everyone is involved too, right? Like, like you want to, someone who hasn't talked right. for a while, you want to exactly. ask them a question. And yeah, it's it's just different. It's, it's different. Um, so, all right. So let's talk. Let's talk about um, virtual meetings and and platforms because because uh, this is like I, what will you woof. Uh, so we uh, it, it's the, what I what IAFP is using for um, an online platform is is not it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I believe that the word the word that you're looking for uh, it, it's 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 two syllables and the first one is dog. Yeah, yes, it's true. Um, it's how I describe it. <laughs> it was in my mind hearing your your voice say it over text. Um, it, and 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 this is like you know IFP was in a terrible situation, right? Go move to an online right. form you know, quickly, you don't have to, don't, it's, it's not, you could plan for this and you've got to go with the vendors that, you know, and, and just make it all, make it all online. And, and so th there are good things. This is the, the point of the podcast where I think I want to, I want to dissect with you good things and bad things about a virtual meeting and how that needs to be in, integrated into the platform for, for future yep. listeners who may be organizing um, virtual meetings and in, in, like down, down the road, um, in a, during a pandemic, <laughs> during a pandemic. Yeah. I, so it, it's, it's terribly complicated to, to figure out how to access and where to get in and how to get, get from place to place. And it's not, um, and I've been doing, I've been accessing it on my, on my computer and my, my iPad and, and everything worked great on my iPad for the opening Ivan Park and lecture. Because I don't know why, like I, I didn't have to sign in 12 times. I didn't have to like the, the, I could go to a calendar that showed all the things that, you know, that were in the program. I could click on the item that I wanted to, and it would bring me to another room and then I could watch the video. And I tried to do that exact same thing on the exact same iPad yesterday for the, uh, FDA, uh, the FSIS regulatory update and it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do it. There was my, cause as, as Andrew Clark said, my green button was gone. Uh, or, or someone said last night, I lost, I lost my green button. Um, and, and so 
I, I couldn't get like it, it it was it was inconsistent, but my approach was very consistent. I used the same in fact, I used I, I even accessed the meeting from the same place, my bedroom. Uh so I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't even move geographically. So so but that it, it is like that that was really it was really frustrating. Um the the really good part, and this is like it's not about the platform, but it's the functionality. And I'll I'll go back to something that you said. Earlier, the the chat room questions and answers, an an, an online meeting has to have that, right? Like it's it, because there is, a, a, and I'll I'll steal your um, your words. There's a whole other meeting going on in the chat room, right? And it and that was like that that was, has become apparent to me um, in 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 these last couple of days that that any any online meeting has to have that. But it's so the online platform is just so clunky and it's not intuitive and, and it's not integrated. It doesn't integrate into my calendar. Like, like I I want something that's a little flashier that says, all right, last week I put these nine things in my calendar and now I can go from my phone and and go click on these because that's how I would do it in person. Um, so yeah, what else makes it, uh, not so good. Well, so yeah, so a couple couple of comments. Um, it absolutely positively does not work on my phone. Like it, I cannot get in from my phone. Okay, I mean, I can get to the launch page, but I can't get any any further from there. Um, and while we're talking about the launch page, let's talk about the launch page. Okay, when you launch it, uh, basically a screen pops up. It says across the top, IAFP 2020, a virtual annual meeting, and then there's a picture of some hallways at a conference center. It's like, oh. I get it. We're at a conference. Oh, and look over here. Um, there's a little thing that says event information on a like what looks like a, a computer keyboard. And then there's a big, tall, uh, like a, a, a like what do you call it? A like a, a pillar, a, a obelisk, uh, and it says uh, meeting rooms. Click here. Foundation. Learn more. Awards. Enter. Take me to the exhibit hall. Networking spots. But all of that is pushed to the side because it wants to give create this impression that you're walking into a conference. You, you know what would be much more helpful, Ben, is a screen with just these labels. Yes, and yes. Get rid of the stupid picture. Well, I don't I, want. I know it's not a real conference. You don't have to show me a picture. Of, I've seen an exhibit hall, Ben. I know what an exhibit hall looks like. I've been to a conference before. Make this functional, right? This is uh, what do they what do they call uh, what's the what's the what's the thing from the guy from the company? Um, skeomorphism. Um, you know, I don't. It doesn't have to be skeomorphic, right? It just needs to have buttons that work, right? Um, and then the other thing, I was I was 15 minutes late to my round, my second roundtable because. The time I had put on my calendar was not the time of the session, right? And apparently at some point the time of the session changed. It would have been really good to have an app that updated my calendar with that, right? And 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 it's so it's a and, and, uh, and again and we'll in the company the company's name is Bravura and they have been the company that IAFP has used for their meeting app for several years in a row. And they've been quite responsive, right? They, we've, we've used them for a number of years. The app has gotten better. Um, it's the, the, if it was an actual in-person meeting, the app is tolerable, right? It's not fantastic, but you can message people and it, it works pretty well. This, the, in their pivot to online, it's, it's crap. It's, it's just, it's not good. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work on 
multiple platforms well. As you pointed out, it didn't. It worked on the iPad one day, and it didn't work the other day. I mean, again, everybody's doing. I get it, everybody's doing their best. Um, IAFP's doing their best. The company's doing their best. But I, I had an experience in one of these roundtables where somebody was talking, and I could not hear them, but other people could hear them. Fascinating, right? How, yeah. How, how does that? How happen? does that happen? Yeah. Right. And I, I finally I said, well, you know, and people were saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that happens. You have to log out and log back on. It's like, OK, I'll, I'll blow out the plugs while I'm at it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, I screw it. I'm just going to I'm going to dial in for the audio. I'm going to dial in with a phone. Right. Because that is relatively bulletproof. And that that appeared to solve the problem. Um, but, you know, and it's I don't know. It's just the uh, yeah, it's just it again. Everybody's doing their best. But what what I hope whatever amount of money we paid. We should get some of that back, <laughs> right? You right. know, because it didn't work, right? Like, it it didn't work, and and the tech and the tech support from the company was non-existent as far. Oh, and the fun, you know, um, there's a, there's a feature like I don't you I, you've, you've probably used uh, Zoom before, Ben. There's a feature where you can raise your hand if you click the your raise hand button in Zoom, yes. and then you click the button again, your hand goes down. Sap, if you raise your hand, it just it just sends another raise hand message. <laughs> and so there is there's a, a chat uh, before the uh, AFI uh, roundtable where in the in the pre in the pre uh, the pre roundtable chat and uh, and they said I can't figure out how to put it down. I'm like wait a minute I'll figure it out. And then I proceeded to <laughs> hit raise hand multiple a times. times. It caused, caused our, our good our good friend our, multiple times. It filled up the whole screen. It caused our good friend Donna Garen to have a little bit of a panic attack. So, um, uh, sorry about that, Donna. But, I, but it's just like you know, come on. This is and then and then we we messaged somebody to, to in the company to take it to take it down to clear it, and they they didn't respond. Right. So, That's like right. I said, everybody's doing their best, but but you know we people we could do better right we for sure oh and the other thing i hate don't you love it when it says um uh for best experience please your please make sure you're using the most recent version of chrome yes yeah yes. yeah that's that's always good um so so the other the other piece that i want to highlight i don't know if you've noticed in the chat so they I'm, i i actually to to do this in real time i've entered a roundtable that is happening right now that I see. Oh, our, nice! Yeah, that I, that I see two two of our friends are are on. Actually, three that 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 I can know. I've not turned the audio on, but I see Michelle Danilock. Um, I see uh, Dr. Critter, uh, Faith Kreitzer, and I see uh, Channa Rock uh, from uh, University of Arizona. And so, so it's uh, this is a roundtable. This is how we do it: challenges and strategies for implementing water treatment in the field. But for the purpose of this ex experience, I want to I want to highlight to you, Don. There is a chat function there, are, and and it's over on the right hand side, also where you raise your hand that you mentioned before. One of the options it is in, in chat is public, private, and Twitter. And I am scared of oh, what yes, Twitter. Yes. I don't know what Twitter means. Like, well, I know I, what Twitter I, means. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried clicking that. Oh, and the worst thing is like, okay, so I'm I am now coming into the same session, right? So now, but I have to register, right? So I have to type my name. I have to type my email. Fortunately, I have Text Expander for that. I'm going to register, and now, I think if I click the Enter Webinar button again, it's just going to prompt me again. Register, re-register for, yes. for my information, right? So now, now what I actually have to do if I really want to enter is I have to go over to my email, my electronic mail. And I have to find that message, and which is going to tell me how to get into the thing, right? Right, right, right. Oh, here we go. I'm registered. I'm registered. Add to calendar. Okay. 
I've added it to my calendar. Now I'm going to enter go, the webinar? Go to your calendar and- Oh, wait, you know. oh, wait, wait, I entered the webinar. Okay, I'm actually in the webinar now. I'm not going to click for audio. Um, Michelle always looks bored. Um, <laughs> all right, and the videos are kind of mostly frozen, it looks like. Um, it says, uh, uh, please post your questions in the Q&A tab. Oh, yeah, when you click Twitter, it wants to connect your account to Twitter, right? Right, right. Like, um, why am I doing that? <laughs> I don't know. And, and it, so I clicked on it and it's just this like, right, you know, in the box, um, there's a blank line. And so it says, can you tweet this? But I don't, I don't, why, why do I want to, why would you tweet that? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it wants me to get like, and, and let me tell you, this is this. So, um, it, it wants you to get all, like, it wants big marker, big marker is your mm-hmm. is right. connection wants, it's a so, social conferencing website that allows people with similar interests and passion to get together virtually and meet face-to-face. And you know what they want is all of my Twitter contacts and all of my viewing. They want like they want to be able to see my tweets and my profile information and account settings and create manage lists, mute. Like it want, I, why why does my why does my conference place want all my data? <laughs> right? Like it's weird. Well, that's how they get you, Ben. That's how that's they, how get, they you. get you. Yeah. So so anyway, I, I just thought that was an odd like function uh, of it. It's like, how will it just, maybe someone wants to tweet directly from the chat box. Yeah. Well, and then, and then here's the thing, Ben, you click tweet and it says authorized big marker to access your account. No. You give them, you give them, well, I gave them oh, my you... account, but then, but then I click tweet again and it wants, it wants to give, it wants to give access again. Yeah. <sighs> Always the access. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very bad, Ben. It's very, very bad. It is. It's not. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I want to, you know, cap the end of this conversation by saying for our IAFP listeners, kudos to, to IAFP for putting on and, and being able to be flexible and putting on a, a conference online, right? Like, and, 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 and for all of the, all of the positive reasons, right? Like, and connect, keeping students engaged, connecting people that might not have gone, um, trying to, to keep some level of normalcy of food safety. But, um, so, so I, I don't want this conversation to be like, Oh damn! IFP screwed up. It's it's not that at all. It's that that we've we've now been through this, and this is what we do in science, and this is how we design interventions. We've been through this, and this is not a platform that I would choose again, right? Like, no. That, well, yeah. but but the question is, Ben, it, it might have still been the best choice, Could, right? Absolutely. Like, yes. Because because we we already have an agreement with Bravura. We already have all of our conference data in their system anyway, right? Yep. So yep. yes, what. I mean, it, it sucks, but it might be, but, but what else are we going to do? We, we could, we could use, we could use the go to meeting, uh, or go to webinar account that IAFP has. Right. But that would probably cr- crash under the load we don't have it. We don't have enough seats to do that. Right. And that's the, that's the problem is like, yep. you need, you need the seats to have the attendees, right. To, to, to run a conference of this size, it's not inexpensive. Right. So if we were to do it with zoom, it would cost a ton of money and then also have maybe all the same, pot- I mean, the technology might work better, but we still have all the logistical issues of making sure that everything works. And it, yeah, it's just, it, this, 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 this dog crap solution may have been the best possible solution. Right. Right. <laughs> Sad yes. as that is to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And, and this is like, you know, this is what, what it's, what life in a pandemic's like, right? Like, like mm-hmm. this, it just, it, 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 you know, it, we keep coming back to how, um, how impactful, uh, COVID-19 is this, this conversation is a ripple effect of that, 
like mm-hmm. and and I I don't mean to be like super obvious about it, but it 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 constantly comes back to man and and this is like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, have some frustration that that's gonna spill over into the world of politics now, Don, mm-hmm. um, which is which is good because we, we you and I both do this every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. it, I, there are there are so many. Um, I see this on on Facebook uh, with parents, hockey parents who mm. um, are not of the same political ilk as I am, who are frustrated that scientists like you and I want to keep like things closed, right? <laughs> and and we and and this is an exact situation. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do a virtual online meeting. I I want to go in person. But it's public health wise, it's not responsible to do it in in person. Like it's it it becomes a problem. We're not here trying to tell people to create like levels of fear because somehow that's better for us as scientists. Like it's it it it's the it's it's the exact opposite of that. All of us want to go back to normal, and but there but we can't. So you know, suck it up. Um. Anyway, that's my rant. My rant is over. <laughs> So, yeah, we have an election next week, which will be fun. What do you? <laughs> Who am I voting for? No, 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 not, not, nope. Uh, I, I know, I know who you're voting for. Uh, can, I already voted. I already voted. Good. So, who? What are you going to do on the on the fourth? That's the real question. Like, <laughs> I I know how the third is going to go. Well, I don't. Well, let me. Oh, yeah. you do? Well, I mean, <laughs> do I, tell. Do well, tell. no, I'm going to tell like similar to um, debates one and, and two, not two, two B, whatever the, cause we didn't have the, debate. The second, the second, the, 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 the final of the, 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 the second and final of the three debates. Yes. We, we, um, I've now turned my kids into political junkies and they nice. watched. Yeah. So we, we have already committed to, we will order pizza on the third. We will watch the returns come in and um i i made the call for my kids i'm like look this this might be a really late night and or not i we, who knows but you got you guys are free reign if you want to stay up and watch this whole thing then watch the whole thing cuz i'm cuz we're we're going to be here watching it um and so what i'm what i'm really i i i have cleared my schedule for the 4th um and because i don't want to i don't want to get on a zoom with anybody and talk about like normal food safety things. Cause I don't think the fourth will be a normal day regardless of the outcome. I think there's, it's going to be crazy. Um, so what, what are your, like, have you thought about that at all? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what's on my calendar. Yeah, tell me um, what's on your calendar. So the Institute for food nutrition and health, uh, which is a, a new, a new Institute at Rutgers, which has a brand new building with a lovely cafe, uh, called harvest that is closed because of the pandemic. Yes. Um, the institute, yes, the institute is having uh, their 2020 research day that day, um, and I have signed up. I'm not sure I'm going to go to any of things, but I figured I would. I would sign up, and I don't know. It's um, yeah. So I, I've got that to distract me. Um, uh, at 2 p.m. that day, and that's in the morning. At 2 p.m. that day, we are having a practice session. Uh, with some speakers that are speaking at the New Jersey Association for Food Protection virtual webinar in November. We're having a practice session for the two presenters. Uh, and then I have a mentoring meeting uh, with um, uh, my lovely former graduate student, uh, Ann Fegdal. 
So that's that's what my day is. So it's a pretty I can bail on all the morning stuff. I have to show up to do the the webinar practice at two, but that's easy and that's fun. And I'll get to talk to people, my friends with in New Jersey, IA, uh, New Jersey, AFP. And then I'll get to talk to my friend Anne. And so that's that's going to be a good day. So, yeah, that's uh, that's. And then I, I do. I do have to say I will. While we're talking about politics, I was while you were texting me about letting your chickens out, um, I was listening to uh, the. Uh, this week's um, Chapo, which is a Beltway Garage episode, um, where they talk about the 2020 election cycle and they just talk about what they think is going to happen. And so we, I, I would, I would highly recommend that episode um, if you're at all um, on the on the the left leaning political. Here's the thing: if you're if you're a diehard. Uh, right-wing Republican, you should definitely listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Vir- it's, it's Virgil and Matt who are, who are some of my favorite, uh, characters on Chapo, uh, talking, doing the belly garage. So it's, 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 it's good. I, I would, I would recommend it. Um, it's very, um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. I will, I, I will check it out. Um, so a link, a link will be in the show notes. The, yeah. Yeah. Good. I have, I've, I've shot away from from Chapo mainly because, and if we, we have talked a little bit about this, my, my podcast consumption has gone way down. Cause I not there, the, the two places that I would consume the most podcasts are in my car and I'm very rarely ah. in my car. Uh, and then, uh, at the gym and I, I don't, not I don't doing go that either. Yeah. So, um, did I, did I tell you that I went once? To, no. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk, let's talk about this. So I went, so I, I, I belong to a gym that is like one of those, uh, like no, no frills kind of gym. It's like 25 bucks a month. Um, it's called crunch. <laughs> first, first rule of crunch is you don't talk about crunch. First rule of crunch. You don't exactly. So, so it's, it's, I really, I, I've, I've been there for, um, well, I had been there for about a year. Uh, before before March, and they did a really good thing. Um, so as soon as I couldn't like go, they suspended our memberships without asking, basically saying we're not taking twenty five dollars out of your account every month. Wow, um, yeah, that's nice. It was really nice, and and so they're like, well, I mean, clearly you we, you know <laughs> you can't come here because the governor has said that you're not allowed. We're not open. Um, and then they um, in I can't remember if it was July or August. They did open back up because there was a a weird little um, part clarification in the governor's executive order here in North Carolina that said if you are prescribed to go to the gym by a medical provider, then you can go, right? So, so hmm. yeah, like like for it's for it's for your work. No, it's for your health. <laughs> Um, going to a gym. So, so, so a lot of people said, oh yeah, my, my doctor says I need to go work out. And so gyms open back up. So they open back up. Yeah, I need, I need, I need marijuana for my stress. For my stress. <laughs> it's for my eyes. Don, it's for my glaucoma. Uh, so, um, so they, so they open back up, but then the executive order on, on gyms, just general use continued until I, I'm like, you know, it's all, it all blends together, but I, I'd say sometime in September. And so, um, they, they advertised, Hey, um, we are back open. You are allowed to come here. Anybody is, you don't have to have a prescription. Um, the things that we're, that we're going to do, uh, to make sure that you are safe include everyone's going to be wearing masks. Um, the only time you can remove your mask is if you're actively working out of, at a machine, but moving back and forth and we're going to enforce it. It's really important to us. We're going to do a lot of disinfection, all that kind of stuff. So, so I went as research for this podcast, 
um, <laughs> <laughs> for your work, for my work. And I was like, you know, okay. So, so they, they restarted my, my membership and, and I was, you know, I was re I was repaying for it. And I told Danny, I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go try that. I'm going to go see what this looks like. And I haven't been back. So that's how well it went. So huh. all, all of those words were, were, were words, but it was busier than it had ever been. Um, hmm. People had masks around their chins or gaiters that were uh, mm -hmm. around their necks. So, so you know, technically they they had masks. Um, I was they, they, they had a mask on their person. Correct, correct. Yep. Um, I was not going anywhere near any of the cardio, like I mm -hmm. because I like the the cardio stuff I can do at home. I can do outside. Um, what I, what I really had missed was was lifting weights, and and so mm -hmm. I went to a squat rack, and I was over in the corner by myself, but, but I still worried. And, and it's, it's that feeling like, I don't know what the ventilation's like in here. Right. Like, I don't know yep. Yep. what, what, like I, I have no way to, 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 to measure that or even know what, what, what would, what would be good. Um, there are so many people walking past me, having conversations, working out in groups, um, doing their like high respiratory fitness um, and it just, it made me super uncomfortable and, and it was, and it's different from the hockey conversation that we had in the last episode mm -hmm. because I don't know those people. And, and I know that that right, like, right. like the, well, that, no, the, but that that's you with the, with the hockey people, you have a sense of the degree to which they are compliant, right? It's kind of like if I was going into work and I was hanging around my graduate students, I have a pretty good sense that they're probably all following the rules and they're not going out partying. And of course, we're all masked up and we're staying far apart anyway, right? Yeah. Um. But but that but that's a group of known people, which which again, I don't have perfect knowledge of their risk practices, but it's better than a stranger, right? Right. Right. Exactly. And and it's um, I I, I can I can have a conversation with them, right? Like like we can right. set some sort of guidelines and parameters. But at the gym, I don't have any. I have no connection to these people. Right. Like, I mean, other than we both pay memberships at the gym. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so I haven't been back and, and mm. it's, are you still paying the 25 bucks? I am, you know, it, like, isn't that, it, that's the crazy part, right? So it's, it, so, but there is a benefit of the $25 and the benefit is they have this, um, online crunch live thing that I can watch on my Apple TV where mm. they, it's not really live, but it's a, you know, 30 or 45 minute, um, instructional videos on, on, on like, uh, cardio and strength training that you can do without any equipment at home, which I have been using throughout the entire pandemic. Ah. Mm -hmm. So to me, I, and I, like, I didn't pay for it. They just said, Hey, we're not going to make you pay for this, um, for, you know, for these six months, but you have full access to this crunch live. And so I'm, I'm still using that and I would, don't want that to go away, but in when Apple Fitness Plus comes out sometime later this fall, I might just do that instead. Um, and what is I have? What is that? I have not heard about oh, that. You don't. So you this was uh, when they when they announced the new watch. I've, I've not I've not watched any of the recent keynotes. Oh no, Don! What is what is happening? This is you. I usually get all this information from you. Um, so Apple Fitness Plus is uh, a new fitness experience. It's, it is make okay. your, okay for your, for, for everyone powered by Apple watch world class workouts by the tops world trainers, new workouts every week. It, uh, w work out how and when you want. Um, and it's coming late 2020. It's also 1999 per month. 
Uh, so it's it's cheaper, but it's also bundled because there's going to be Apple Bundle with all the other things that I'm already paying for. I think it's going to come cheap, like free to me. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of like uh, you know they've got a picture here of a guy doing a workout that I can watch on my iPad uh, or on my Apple Watch, and it's kind of what I'm getting with Crunch Live. Hmm. So hmm. I may just cancel and do this. Um, and it's yeah, I I so. I have, there, there are certainly things that I can do on my own at home that's self-directed, but I, I did, uh, find that watching and, and sort of getting direction from an instructor in a video helped. Like it, it gave me different things that I wasn't going to do and my, my workouts were better. So, yeah. Yeah. And this, and this is like, this is my, this is my wife's, um, idea of uh, like working out is like, she wants to watch a video and have the person tell her what to do. And, and, and like that really, that really works for her. That, that does not really work for me. What works for me is, um, walking the dog, which I admittedly is, is not, uh, is not very, um, not what they call aerobic exercise, but then for me, it's just walking on the treadmill. And what I, re- and we have, we have friggin' weights in the basement and I really just need to go down there again. It's like that. What, what were you saying before about intentions, right? Like I just need to go down and lift some weights. Um, I know how to do it. I've done that before uh, right. when I used to go to the gym a long time ago. Um, now, um, I, there's weights in the basement. I just need to go make some time to lift some weights because it would be good. I mean, my, my legs are pretty fit from all the treadmill walking, but my upper body is, is steadily decaying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, and it's hard too. like, it is, it is easy to, to skip. Like it's easy to, and, and I still, I find this a lot now. Like my, I, I have a goal of, I'm going to work out every day, but there are some days where I'm like, you know, I've sat on zoom all day and I just like want to do something that, that is not like, doesn't feel like work, but also I don't really want to move around for whatever reason. And it, and if I do that three or four days in a row, now it's like, it's terrible, right? Like I, and so I, I try to be intentional with, with walking and with running and, and working out. And, and it's for me, I gotta, I, it, I have to have like a, a whole bunch of variety in that. Um, to, right. To, well, and that's yeah. like, I, my, again, and the, you're, so you're, yeah, you're very much m- more like my wife. Cause I come back from walking the dog and I'm like, Oh, that was fun. I got out in the outdoors and you know, the dog got to maybe see another dog, hopefully from not too close. And it was fine. And, and she comes back and she's like, that's just that's absolutely horrible. I hate walking the dog. It's like, <laughs> okay. And she's like, how can you, how can you stand it? I'm like, it's fine. We're, we're taking a walk. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's it like I'm, so it's 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 a it's a definitely a personality thing. Yeah, and I have to say like I'm I mean again I don't want to jinx it, but I'm 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 crushing it. I'm on the steps, right? I'm 226 days of hitting my step target. Now it does it does let me have a cheat day every every seven days. Um, so if I if I do fall below my target, um, uh, as long as I don't do that twice in seven days, it still it still counts. And I've got I've got a few a few skips in here, but um, but yeah, no, it's like I just need to remember like okay, wait, you haven't been on the treadmill like today. I've got uh, 1,600 steps, so got to get on the treadmill at some point today. But I'll have time. I'll have time later today. I'll just need to get on the treadmill. And it's a really nice thing to do when you're just trying to. It's really it's incredibly mindless, right? Like I can just sit here and do email, um, and just walk, 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 walk slowly. You know, only only two two point one miles per hour. But it's I just just crank up the steps. So I, I'm I'm telling myself that's keeping me fit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, and and it and it is like you know, it, and it, and I'm sure it is right. Like it's working. Well, too, it's not, it's not the same as playing hockey. I mean, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's adequate. Uh, hey, cool. so, yeah. so while we're talking about pandemic safety talk, um, can you tell me what your plans are 
both as a parent and also as a potential um, giver outer of Halloween candy. What's oh. what's going on with Halloween in North Carolina? Like from a regulatory government perspective, and then uh, what are your what are you going to do personally? Yeah. So so that's what? A, that's a, sorry, it's American Halloween for American the, for Halloween. The, yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what? It's, it's only American Canadian. Like no one else does this thing. Because I had a conversation with Beck. Really? Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you know Beck Golter, who, yeah. um, who runs lots of lots of my stuff, and um, you know, wor- works uh, for for Leanne Jacobs, and she's a, a wonderful individual, and is also Australian. And uh, we we had a whole conversation. You say um, that like 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 those two things can't be true. <laughs> Did I, I don't maybe but I don't know I don't know. Uh, I know lots of wonderful Australians, she, including yeah. Beck. She just happens to be no, she's she's awesome and, and Australians are are also great. Um, so so we had this conversation about Halloween safety because we were putting together question and answer thing and we we you know she's like yeah this isn't something that we do um in in Australia so I didn't I I guess I never really thought about it. Huh. So trick or treating is not a is not an Australian it's not a, it's not a ubiquitous. Yeah and and I don't think people do it in the UK um either like in the same like way that we do here. They, huh. Yeah. Um so so what I'm let me let me take your your questions and uh mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to flip them. I'm going to answer mm-hmm. what I'm going to do first what sure, how I'm sure, going to first. So we we are going to put out a big bowl of candy. Okay. At the like at our driveway and let mm-hmm. people take as much as they want. <laughs> Until it's gone. Until it's gone. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, we we live in a neighborhood. So we used to live in a neighborhood that had like Halloween was like chaotic. Like like mm-hmm. people. Oh, would, your old neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'd have four hundred kids come to our house and. Um, and, and you, you like everyone move, like no one goes up on porches. Everything's just right down at the foot of a driveway or on the sidewalk and people would set up tables. And, and so it made it easier for those kids. Cause they're just walking table to table. No one, there's no walking up someone's pathway. So that is not how my current, um, uh, uh where, where we live now that it's not how it works. It, we, we don't live in a neighborhood that is typically really big on Halloween stuff. So even on our street, we've got maybe This is the house that you just moved into last year, right? Well, yes, like three three years <laughs> four, ago. Four yeah. Years four, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we I mean there's probably 30 houses, 40 houses on our street, and maybe 10 of them will will provide candy. Um and but it's it's also a lot of walking between mm-hmm. Uh, houses for candy. So it's actually as a parent. Oh, because it's more spread out. More spread out. Yeah. And, okay. and, and so it's not every house that's giving away candy and the, um, there, you know, there's more trees. Like there's a bunch of like empty lots, like ravine areas. So, so it's, it like, it, it takes longer to get less candy. Oh which, yeah. Yeah. It's not efficient. No. Which is great as a parent. Like <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. I want the most walking and the least candy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's it, it, it like, and the kids kind of get tired out. We will do our street, you know, we'll, we'll do a, a few streets. So, um, so we'll, the, our, our, our quarantine pod or our pandemic pod that we've been hanging out with, um, the three, you know, families that all have kids that are, that are the same age. Um, we'll, we'll go walk together. Um, and we may take a, take the golf carts uh, yes. around cause that's, we, we now have yes. golf carts, um, and, 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 and continue there, but not to intermix or intertwine with other groups of kids, which we don't do anyway, because right. there just aren't a lot of kids that are, that are trick or treating because there's not a lot of can- hand, you know, not, not a lot of candy be- be being given out. So I don't think it really changes too much. 
Um, but there has been, uh, you know, a bunch of posts on Nextdoor about, um, you know, uh, the we we have like a homeowner association in name only, not in enforcement. Where they they've put out some some messages saying, "Hey, let's let's not have like everybody come down to your driveway with um with with tables and uh let you know please just leave candy out. Let's have a contactless um uh you know experience. So we're we're kind of like mid midway doing this right. Like it's a there there is trick or treating. It's with less kids or le- less contact because there's a plan here at least. Um, but, uh, but it's still, it's still happening in some form. And I feel pretty like, I don't know. I, I feel pretty comfortable about it. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be super risky. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah. yeah, so I, my, 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 so I think you've convinced me. I'm just going to leave a bowl out with candy. Um, my plan was to maybe to wear a mask and to answer the door. Um, and then I was thinking I really, what I really want to do is I really want to do the, the Ronnie, um, uh, Mickey's husband, Ronnie approach with yes. make a big, a big long, uh, tube and throw the candy down the tube. But that's that would require actual work, like <laughs> going, a tube. Going, to, going to Home Depot and buying stuff. Yeah. And so I think I'm just going to, yeah, and so what, what we bought, Kristen bought a couple bags of candy. Um, the other the other possibility might be that we just we just eat all the candy ourselves before Halloween. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which right. We're steadily making our way through the bags. Um, but I think any candy that's left come Halloween, I'm just going to put in a bowl and then just say that's it. We're and maybe even put the bowl, not even on the porch because the other thing about Halloween is that the every time somebody knocks at the door or even anytime anybody steps on the porch, like mailman, UPS, the dogs freak out. And so maybe just put a bowl kind of, and which not the distance from our porch to the sidewalk and the road is it's this, you know, we're, we're in Freeholdboro. So it's, everything's close together. It's probably not even 20 feet. And so maybe just put a bowl, uh, on a table out there and just say, you know, please take one or yeah, you know, I something like that. That's it. I mean, that's it. And, and I know that Kids are going to take more than one, and that's our, you know, that's what we get from well, a pandemic. And, right? and, <laughs> and 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 you know, and honestly, uh, that's fine. Like yeah. I'm, you know, you you can take as much as you want, and then when it's gone, it's gone, and you know, ha- have a happy holiday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ex- totally. Yeah. 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 Um. And so yeah. So and, and, okay. So I have this is phenomenal that we're having this conversation right now. Literally real time follow up today. Ten. Uh. Ten. Uh. Twenty eight a.m. I received an email. From Crystal Price, <laughs> Crystal. Uh, the subject line is CBS 17 interview request. Uh, the message goes: um, My name's Crystal, and I'm a reporter with CBS 17. I'm working on a story about how some families are planning to do trick or treating with candy shoots. Would you be free to yes. speak with me today through Zoom? Whether trick or treating with candy shoots is low risk or a high risk activity. Is the concern about trick-or-treating that you don't want to touch candy that came from someone or that you want to be up close to people when you trick-or-treat? Let me know when you'd be free to speak about this. So I ding, ding, ding. ding. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's a really, that's a good, that's a, actually, that's a really cogent phrasing of the question, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and so I, I've already responded as you were talking about, um, your candy bowl, uh, to, to say, Crystal, I am free, uh, after 1 PM today. Uh, and I'd be happy to talk to you uh, by zoom. So, uh, and she's, uh, in real time, uh, 1034, uh, she has now responded saying <laughs> that would be great. What about 1 30 PM? So, uh, so I will be, uh, talking about candy shoots, uh, at, yeah. at that time. So, but yeah, so, I mean, it's a, Don, it's a really good question, right? Like, um, the, just yeah. how, how are we all handling this? Um, and, and, and I'm, you know, it's certainly not what we're going to do with our kids is certainly, certainly not zero risk, 
but right. I think it's low, low risk. And I, I think we are, my, my, uh, my kids are pretty, you know, because of what I do and cause I talk all this stuff all the time and they, they are, um, exposed to a lot of COVID-19 management talk and, uh, you know, and, and because we talk about it in youth hockey, you know, stuff all the time, um, they, they're, you know, they're like, okay, we'll just hang out with our friends and we won't go run around and, and be crazy. And, and this is how we, if this is how we get to have Halloween, then at least we get to have a, a Halloween and we're not sitting here and, and avoiding it. Um, yeah. And when we will, so we'll link to this wonderful interview that you did with Lauren Barker, um, uh, on NC state news. Uh, we will link to the Rutgers press release that was with quotes from myself and my, my new COVID buddy, uh, Manny Goldman. Uh, he's, his name is Emmanuel, but I call him Manny cause we're friends, right? So yeah. uh, Manny Goldman. Manny Goldman. Um, yeah. And then we'll also link to uh, Governor Murphy's, uh, he's the New Jersey governor, his his uh, Halloween celebration guidance uh, from October 5th. And then we'll also link to the CDC page on Halloween. So there's lots of good advice out there. Most of it relatively consistent um, uh, and obviously, you know, a little bit, little bit different in some of the nuances. But but yeah, this is this is this is great. And this is topical and it's, it's perfect, perfect timing, right? Because this episode is going to come out uh, hopefully before I, Halloween. It will. It will. Okay. It, I'm, it's going to come out today. <laughs> Uh, okay. yeah, October 20th. So yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out when people hear it, right? Like that's, <laughs> it's today for them. Um, so, okay. So I got, I've got two things for us. Yeah. One is, and this is not going to, um, probably come out in time to be an advertisement, um, for something that is also happening this afternoon. But, um, our friend, uh, friend of the show, uh, Bill Holman, uh, sent sent you and I sent to the two of us a um, a, a link to uh, something that he's doing today uh, a, a webinar um, for the National Academy of Sciences. It's entitled "Risky Business: The Science of Risk Perception." Um, and the reason why this isn't going to come out because it's happening at 4 p.m. today. So maybe this will come out, but you probably won't get through our two hours to hear this advertisement. But I right. I, I hope that it, I, I think it'll be recorded. Right, like these things are get recorded. Um, I, I hope it's recorded. Yes. Yeah, and and so yeah. and so and so to find to find the not to spoiler alert um to to find this link um uh what words do you think I typed into Google? <laughs> I hope you typed Star Wars Bill Holman, William Holman Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even it's the better. it's the second hit. Oh, a fan the, the, the first the first hit also works. Uh, but yeah, the event brightless link is the second hit. But the fir the first hit RSVP for risky business exchange. Uh, yes. So uh, William Holman Jar Jar Binks. That is not anything I ever thought I would type into Google. Right. 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 Exactly. Um. And and the reason why that will bring up uh, this talk, and I'll, I will read the um a, a very good copy in the advertisement. Tis the season for goblins and ghosts, that time when fear is actually meant to be fun and festive. Of course, this year has been an especially frightening one, uh, and the idea of actively seeking out new things to spook us just feels wrong. But as it turns out, as a species, we're not even especially good at figuring out what to fear. The things that terrify us often shouldn't, and the things we face with, relative, uh, with a relatively blasé attitude should genu genuinely give us significant pause. So what's up with that? Join psychologist Bill Holman, a professor at Rutgers University who studies risk perception as we unpack the factors that explain this uniquely human inability to distinguish between safe and scary. And this is the best part. Featuring actor-producer Ahmed Best, who will join uh, Dr. Holman in conversation for this event. 
And Ahmed Best uh, it, it uh, played Jar Jar Binks in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. So, uh, and he's also an adjunct lecturer at USC Drama uh, School of Dramatic Arts and senior fellow at USC Annenberg Innovation Lab. So I'm I'm really excited for this. I think it's gonna be awesome. And, and so I, I I posted I aver I posted this in uh, a Slack that I'm on, which has a bunch of uh, uh, Star Wars nerds. And the question I got was. Uh, did he uh, did he do motion capture or was he the voice? And uh, if you if you look at Ahmed Best's Wikipedia article, he did both. He was he was both the uh, physicality of Jar Jar and the voice of Jar Jar. So it's it's super super awesome. So so anyway, yeah. that, that's today. Um, and but hopefully um, you know, Google uh, William Holman Jar Jar Binks to find uh, the Science and Entertainment Exchange uh, from the National Academy of Sciences. Um, so, but my, my question to you, I mean, as, as, as helpful as it is for searching on Google to find this event and, and, no, and, you know, all, all respect to Mr. Best, um, why, what's, why is he involved in this? Well, so I guess like I, and if you look at his, his bio, he does, yep. he's the yep. assistant artistic director of a, uh, of a theater company. Okay. Yeah. He, he hosts a bunch of. Um, things. So, uh, okay. Star Wars. So, so he's, I think he's hosting, he's the. Like Bill, Bill's the content guy, and 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 uh, Ahmed Best is the is the um, is the host. And, I, yeah. I I'm really I can't I'm really excited for this. I just I I it's it's such a weird and clever idea, and of course it's it's put out by uh, National Academy of Sciences, so you know it's going to be well done, right? Oh, all right, and so it's part of the Science and Entertainment Exchange, and yes. also I guess Bill is the science, and and Mr. Best is the entertainment. Yeah, uh, I I can't wait for this. Yeah, it's going to be um, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's today. Uh, and hopefully it's, it's, um, it, it's archived. It's free to, to sign yeah. up for. So, um, but yeah, really cool. Cool. Thanks for, thanks to Bill for like highlighting it to us. Cause it was not on my radar, but this looks really cool. Um, so yeah, so we got, so we got that going on. Um, and there was something else I was gonna, I was gonna tell you about Halloween, uh, I think that was uh, that. That might have been all all of the stuff. Oh, oh, oh! No, no. So, um, okay, I did um, a. Uh, I had a conversation with a student at, at NC State yesterday about a senior engineering an engineering school senior design project about bacteria detection using deep UV. So, the, so there's, okay. so there's, so there's some technology here. Um, and, and I don't want to, okay. So, um, I got to find a, a link to send you because you and I talked about this, a, a similar thing. Here it is. Path spot technologies. So they're not sponsors of the show. Um, I don't know the path spot people. Um, but last year at IAFP, uh, a couple of people in the, in the food industry said, Hey, this company is trying to sell us technology and the technology is put your hands under our scanner and it's going to tell you if your hands are clean. <laughs> right. And, and it, it uh, okay. And, it, and this, so this technology, Oh, it, I, I think we have, we talked about we these have. people before. We, yes, yeah. Yes. So, but so I, I just want to remind you that we, we talked about this, this technology uses infrared scanning, but it suffers from the same problem that the senior design project suffers from, even though it's, deep UV and they're looking at not hands, but surfaces. Um, 
Hey, this is so. Uh, this is more of a conversation for our non-food safety folks who who happen to listen to this show as our as our audience. So, what what this senior design group wanted to do was take something that they found in the literature that said, okay, if we can fluoresce um, bacteria by hitting them with UV, and and the problem is, and 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 this is something that that I, I want to get your take on it as well is that fluorescing bacteria doesn't help me in the world of cleaning and sanitizing. Because what I really want to know is, well, what bacteria is left? Or can I look for a specific type of bacteria um, that I might use as, a, as an indicator? So one of the things that, we're, that we use a lot in, uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot, has some level of utility in some, in, in some food manufacturing and food settings is measuring ATP. Mm, that's where, exactly what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah, right. So, so it's it, it's um, uh, you know, so for the non-science sciencey folks, ATP is adenosine triphosphate, and it's a compound that all living um, all, all all organisms make. And so the idea is, if I find some ATP, it's it's an indicator that something was alive there or may still be alive. Right, and and, and just to be clear. It doesn't differentiate between bacterial DNA, or sorry, bacterial ATP, or um, ATP from a, a plant cell, or ATP from human blood, right. uh, ATP from meat, a meat tissue, right? So, so it's just it just looks for this ubiquitous molecule associated with living cells. Yeah, exactly, and that's why why it has some utility, but not very much, because in a in a food processing plant or a packing shed, um, I would expect that there's a lot of ATP floating around, even after well, cleaning and sanitizing. Well, but and but what you can do, and the way all of and this technology's been around for thirty years, right? And 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 it's still here, and it's good. It's good, relatively speaking, for what it does. It, the main thing about ATP testing is it's fast, right? Yes. Like you get in, so culturing bacteria takes 24, 48 hours. ATP is essentially instantaneous because this molecule, you 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 look for this molecule, and it causes a certain level of fluorescence. What you can do over time is is calibrate this and say, okay, well, our standards for how clean this needs to be is below this level of ATP or below this level of, of luminescence, right? And 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 then if you do that, um, that's then you know that you're within standards. Right, right. So you gotta you have to establish some sort of a baseline and say, okay, I'm gonna validate my sanitation program to so if we if we do everything right, like we're prescribed to, here's what I would expect my ATP to look like at the end of this. And that that helps you develop what that what that standard is, right? It's it's a we started here and now we're here, um, and 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 so so this the the senior design and it made me think of this path spot um, when I had this conversation yesterday with the with the student because their their idea is to do a very similar situation and and in fact where this where this started was he said well what we're trying to do is is um, replace ATP by by actually looking for bacteria and I, I use my Richard fingers there right like well what what kind of bacteria what is what does that mean and he the, the guy that I, the student that I talked to he said that's not actually my portion of of this project so your questions he said I'm gonna come back to you with with some answers he did a really good job by saying like no this isn't like I, I'm uh, what I'm trying to figure out is is there a market for this what would be the logistics of it and so so we had a really good conversation but I but I talked about, the limitations, right? So, so if I knew 
that like what is fluorescing right is it is it genetic material am i am i looking for bacterial dna or or you know what 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 is it what what am i getting does that that helps me and understand whether this technology is better or worse than than atp because if i do my cleaning and sanitizing um, step in my packing house and i'm only going to fluoresce like and this is the similar similar conversation we're having around um, SARS-CoV-2. If I'm only going to detect, you know, uh, DNA or RNA, it tells me that that there was something there once, and it, but it doesn't tell me whether it's viable anymore. And and that has has some utility, but it's certainly not doesn't tell me like how well it it tells me a little bit about how well I did, but it doesn't tell me the status of that surface as it relates to, is there anything on it that, that can be transferred and, and, and is living right now? And so, so it was a really like good conversation. And, and we, we went down like, you know, he, we, I talked about HACCP and I talked about in certain types of food manufacturing and food processing that that's needed. And you could have uh, critical limits for things and you need to validate your sanitation protocols. And this could be a tool for that. Um, but, but what I, what I left him with was how do you calibrate it? Right? Like, like, is, you know, I have this meter now that's going to fluoresce bacteria. How do I know it's working? Cause I need to do that. If I'm, if I'm running my, my HACCP plan, just like I would calibrate my thermometer or my pH meter, I need a way to standardize it. Um, and he said, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know, but I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Um, and then it, it really never got to a point where he, where, where I felt like what they were going to propose to do is any better than ATP. And that that's what they're, you know, they're like, well, an ATP meter is expensive and this will be cheaper. Like, oh, okay, how much, right? Like, like, and and what what does it look like if I'm using this every day? What does it look like if I'm using it once a month? And, but, but what, like, I guess my whole point of this, this conversation to bring it to you was I, I really loved A, that there was a senior design project in the engineering school that was looking at a food safety application. And, and B, that the student was very on, like really got my, my concerns, right? Like he wasn't, he, he, and I, and I sent him this passport and I was like, I know I had, I've, I've investigated a similar type of technology. All of the same things that I'm telling you are the things that I I've said about this, you know, this product and it, it, and it, it, it's, it's not a, you know, and, and it, it's not, it's not going to, um, save the food industry. It's not going to lead to um, less outbreaks probably because here are all the limitations of, of the technology. Now, if you could get me the specific fluorescence for Listeria monocytogenes, that actually might matter. That, that, that does have some utility, but, um, but, but, you know, in our conversation, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're not going down to being able to differentiate specific bacteria and then, you know, subspecies within that. So, so, yeah. Well, and, and even if you are, the question I have is how, I mean, you could, you could in, in, an, in an afternoon, you could design a bunch of experiments that would prove the concept, right? Like, like let's take some gram positive organisms. Let's take salmonella. Let's take listeria. Let's take pseudomonas. Let's take bacillus, right? And let's, let's plate 
uh, let's let's put different concentrations on let's say stainless steel tiles, right? So we'll put we'll put you know ten organisms, we'll put a hundred, a thousand, you know, all the way up to a million, and then let's look at what this technology can see, right? Because yes. one question I have is what's the like with ATP? It's pretty sensitive, right? Because of the the way that the technology works, it's pretty sensitive to to low levels. How sensitive is this? If this if this can Okay, so so your question about is can it you know detect listeria versus generic E. coli? Okay, that's that's good. But if it only is sensitive to levels of a hundred thousand or more, well, it's if it's if if it can't if it can't see ten thousand cells, well, that's not really that helpful, right? right and really, right. what I want it to be able to do is to see ten cells, right? And and it it may not have the the sensitivity to do that. And this you know this this all this reminds me of a story which I'm sure I've told before on the podcast, but I'll tell it again because I think it's a good story. Um, I once had some people, entrepreneurial, a couple, husband and wife, came into my office and they could they had this great new idea, um, and and they're like, yeah, well, you know, we we need you to sign some non disclosures, and, and you know, we we think we have a really good idea. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem, no problem. So you know, do all the paperwork, whatever they wanted, um, and they're like, yeah, so here's our idea. Um, it's like luminol except for bacteria. I'm like, oh, that's cool. How does it work? It's like, well, it's like luminol. Except for bacteria, and I'm like, okay, well, what's the what what what's the chemical? What are the details? How does it work? It's like, well, we were hoping you could help us with that. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, we, we have the idea. We have the idea. The idea is it's like luminol except for bacteria. It's like, well, okay, that's a really good idea, but I'm afraid that um, uh, the <laughs> uh, it. It's 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 not as easy. It's it's not like on TV. Like it's that's the problem if you get all your science from TV, right? Instead of from actual scientists or actually studying science, it's like, yeah, that's a it's a it's a really good idea, but um, but it's yeah, it's not it's not quite that easy. Could you just make it and then we'll market it? Like no. like just, yeah. just yeah, just just tell us just tell us what's the chemical? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I've never had that idea before. Like, let me go check my book. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Here's the here's the chemical here. Uh, it's called well, and, and, the, yeah. and, and again to a certain extent that chemical is ATP, right? I mean, again in in a very generic uh, hand wavy sense, right? It, yep. it, it's there's a chemical uh, that is you know not not something that you spray, but you can take this sample and you can mix it with a bunch of chemicals, ATP luciferase, right? Which basically is how that's the other cool thing about about ATP is it basically uses this enzyme. That's in fireflies, right? Like that's how fireflies make their their light is they they take ATP and they expose it to this uh, luciferin luciferase system, and it 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 makes it makes a light in the firefly, and it also can light up uh, ATP from other things. So it's it's a very it's a very cool technology. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was from yeah. fireflies. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we so uh, we we used um la last year in one of our studies uh with meal preparation in our in our kitchens we we got a um an ATP meter and and tried to figure out well what would a baseline in a in a domestic kitchen look like and what does it look like after someone prepares you know this type of meal and what does it look like after they clean and sanitize and and we got some 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 interesting stuff we haven't we, we um, um Meg Kirchner um, who, uh, who, you know, um, who's, uh, uh I co-advised her with, uh, with Leanne Jacobs. She, she did, did some of this work. We haven't, we haven't published it yet. And I'm not sure the the full analysis is, is done. Um, there, but there's some interesting stuff and there, there might be some application, 
uh, for it. But but there's so much like we did it, and this is where ATP gets you, right? We did it in in a one kitchen, at, well, in in a series of three kitchens that were all in the same you know like spot that is not like a home kitchen that would have built up like a, a different uh, microbiome uh, over over time, and so. Uh, a friend, friend of the friend of the show, and friend of mine, Rob Dunn, has has done a bunch of uh, microbiome work in in people's kitchens, and it's it like geography matters and seasonality matters. The types of foods you you cook and prepare matter. How many people that are in your family matters. So so we we have a little bit of data about a controlled environment where there's food food uh, um, preparation happening, similar to what it would look like in a kitchen, but but we need more more ATP stuff in other, in people's homes. And, and all it would be like, this is the, you know, and, and I think about the application of it now. It's like, well, it, if, if we knew what my baseline was, did, did my kids do a good job cleaning the sink? Right. Like it's not going right. to tell me anything else other than, other than that, which might be useful for some people. Um, but, but we were trying to figure out if there was any correlation to the micro that we were do we were already doing in kitchens. Um, so, yeah, so more on that when it when 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 it gets published. Uh, cool. I think that's a show. I think it is. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Uh, th- 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 this has been our very special IAFP episode of <laughs> uh, of, of Food Safety Talk, where we uh, didn't get together and there was no audience. Um, so we'll maybe maybe we'll do something like that again uh, in the future. Uh, but anyway. well, given given that the whole IAFP experience has been extended on both sides, I mean, we could we could do a live Zoom episode and call it our ATP episode. Our, our do AT- it, you know, our, our ATP. ATP. <laughs> this is our ATP episode. Oh uh, God, IAFP. Too many acronyms. There's another podcast. Don't please don't confuse this with uh, with, with ATP, ATP podcast. It's a very different podcast. That's a, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. So yeah, maybe we, we, okay. Let's let let's talk about that uh, and and figure out a way to do that because we we both have Zoom. We could we could actually do this and have questions and audience and and it'd be it'd be fun. And maybe we can do it for like um, a uh, like a good cause. Someone suggested that. I don't know. That that's the particulars that we we never really are able to figure out. So right. Um, cool. Okay. Well, that's the show. Um. Bye bye, Don. Bye.
And I couldn't remember you. Do you have a hard out at eleven? I remember we started at nine for some reason. No, I, I don't. Well, I'm, I, I, I mean, technically, I was uh, giving, uh, I was speaking at a symposium at IFP, oh. but I pre-recorded it, so yeah, it I don't live. think I had to be there because if I did, I was, I'm not there. <laughs> no, no. I, are you? I had one released on Monday, and I haven't checked in to see if anybody asked questions. I actually don't even know the way to do that, so I'm going to try and figure that out today. Yeah, I should probably I should probably figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was very weird because I you know, it wants you to use I guess you they're using Zoom, right? There's a link and you use yeah. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, I recorded to talk it to yourself yep. and yep. and I I did the whole I did the whole thing once. Actually, I did this I did this twice, which is just super annoying. Um cuz this is not for IFP, but I recorded a session for a Korean food safety meeting, but because of the time change it just made sense to to pre-record it. Um and, um, it was, uh, I, I, I forgot to share my slides both times. Right? Oh. So, and so, so I did the, I, I had already done this once with the Korean things like, Oh crap, I got to do it again. And then IFP is like, Oh great. I just did this whole thing and I forgot to share my slides. So now I have to work up the enthusiasm to do it again. Um, and, and, and kind of, you know, emote and tell the story and, you know, be, be on. Right. And it just was like, Oh God, this is the last thing I want to do, but I did it. And I, I think it turned out. Okay. So cool. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It's. I, I, I struggled. Um, so I did a symposium talk. I had to record another thing. And then I, we've, we've been working on this, um, that, that course that, um, that you and Kristen joined us in Seattle for, um, yep. we were moving that to online or, or a, um, with a synchronous and asynchronous component, at least for the next year. Um, while, you know, no, cause I, what I, what I understand is that FDA, because they're they're smart and good at public health stuff, um, and that's not sarcastic. Mm-hmm. It's because they actually are. They're not allowing um, in person training for uh, their funds, right? Like you can't go and and apply for you know for FDA funds for. Um, uh, I, I mean, I would assume any public health, but at least in the food world, um, and then you have sixty people get together and, and be in a class together. So so they so we are moving our our um, work online, and we'll do. Um, we're piloting this next week, I think it is, um, where we release a bunch of asynchronous material to the class beforehand, ask them to review it, and then we do a full day, um, well, it's two, three-hour sessions of online question answer and, and HACCP uh, plan building um, in Zoom. So so we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes. Anyway, I had to record like a bunch of stuff last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is hard. Like it is – and I know we're, we've been doing this for a while, but just talking – to no audience and oh. getting like, and you, you, when you flub a word, like, Oh, you know, maybe I should stop the recording and redo that or not. And, and so I get like exactly what you're saying. Just remembering to share the slides is hard. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And, and if you were doing it, if you were doing it, I mean, so first of all, teaching in person is not the same as teaching online, but teaching online with an audience is not the same as teaching online without an audience. Because if you have an audience, you probably have somebody introducing you. You can say, hey, can you see my slides? Yep. You know, and it, and it has a much more natural feel versus just recording it on your own. So, yeah. And there, yeah. And there's a way with the chat box to go back and forth where someone wants you to clarify something. But but doing a you know 30 minute or, or an hour uh, of recordings and, and there we're splitting them into smaller sections to be consumed, but it's still, it's still hard. Um, and I, so I tell a story in that class about, um, 
like Jack and I traveling on a plane together and he throws up and, yep, yep, yep. and, and I, I have tried to record that, that story like seven times and it, <laughs> it just doesn't work. So I like scrapped it. Well, I told, yeah. I was gonna say what you should do is, is, is just basically go and find the, when we talked about it on the podcast and then just cut out that audio and oh, drop sh- it in. That's a really good idea. I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause that was a, that was a good, and that has a natural feel and it has the back and forth between you and me. Right. And you could, maybe you could even, maybe you could, if you extract that, that audio, you could even maybe put some pictures over the top of it or something. I don't yes, know. Yes. That's a great idea. Okay. I'm going to go do that. Well, someone is, I mean, I'm Mary, Mary <laughs> is probably going to do that. Uh, it is like trying to manufacture it and, and tell it again. Cause yeah. so much of it is the the timing and t- and seeing people and then you back and forth right like yep, just exactly. just like telling that story by itself is it's not i don't know i i hated it so i just scrapped it uh anyway let well when shall we do this again i'm doing uh on if so two weeks from today is uh meet your favorite food scientist with chapman nice yeah nice. At, at noon so i i have nothing before noon we are recording Risky or Not that day, so that's a lot of podcasting. Oh, yeah, and, and actually in the morning, that is when we're doing the actual NJAFP webinar oh. that I'm practicing for that we were talking about, so that's not a good day for me. Should we um, – okay, so the 10th would, is wide open for me um, if, if we wanted to look at that day. Uh, if we wanted it sooner – No, the, I, the 10th would work. Okay. Um, so the, first of all, that is my birthday. <gasps> Bert, birthday pod, birthday pod. <laughs> um, and I, I am speaking uh, at – actually, I'm giving a talk to uh, my friend Manny, uh, his department, um, at, at 12 that day. So um, – and then I've got maybe some meetings in the afternoon that are still being scheduled. But let's do let's do 9 o'clock. Okay. So I, I, let's do 9 o'clock. This is perfect. Can I tell you that we recorded episode 51 on your birthday and we recorded episode 112 on your birthday? Wow. And I know that because as I type into my calendar, <laughs> it you know, it, it's trying to autofill in other times I have I have typed Dawn's birthday. Birthday. Is that that's hilarious. So we it's like a, it's good. an annual thing that we we do this. Um maybe not not quite annual, but we've done it a few times. So cool. yeah, so nine AM on November tenth, and you won't forget it because it's your birthday. <laughs> you you won't say, Oh, what's what day are we recording? Um cool. Okay, so that's yeah, that's a go. Um, and I, I captured a bunch of titles and I just dropped the show notes in the thing. Perfect. And, and we, and, and it's mine cause it's, I do yes, this. Cause they're all yours now. Yep, uh, oh, and I'm, I'm working, I'm working. I got started on risk, the risky or not batch. Um, and I got, I got distracted, but I, I should have some time to work on that today. So those, cause I think we're, where we're, anyway, I've got it. I got a note on my calendar when it's when it's critical. Uh, but I, I got started, so I guess I need to keep going. So cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I will, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.